Scorpion Hot Dog. 17A. 17A. 17A, a really weird bra size. <laughs> Would that be inverted? Inverted breasts? Well, no, it's a 17, not down to chest size. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. so it's a really thin woman. Yes. Yeah, or a thin man, because yeah. men can wear bras. Yeah, they can indeed. So it'd be like Mr. Skinny out of the uh, Mr. Men series, which yeah. Roger Hargreaves. Pen nose, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he had much of an imagination, Hargreaves. Nah, he was always about making their lives better, but butting his fucking nose in, wasn't he? Yeah, but also, you know, like, if Mr. Angry was there, guess who came to Mr. Angry's house? Oh, is it Mr. fucking Calm, is it? Yeah. So is he going to have another epiphany? Yeah. Mr. Mr. Greedy met Mr. Thin. Do you know what I mean? So predictable, Hargreaves. Yeah. Think outside the box. What about Mr. Fish meeting... Mr. Mr. Chips from Catchphrase. Mix, mix up the genres. Yeah, but again, he'd naturally do fish and chips. No one's reading the Mr. Men book going, whoa, what's the guy from Catchphrase doing here? <laughs> Turn over another couple of pages. My walkie's got involved. Yeah. The whole genres have been mixed up. No, you're right. But I get your point. I get your point. Mr. Fish and chips. chips. What's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing, Mr. Chips? What's he doing now? Anybody? Oh, is it, is it, um, is uh, it, uh, uh, oh, oh, um, a salmon. No, more no, than one no, way, um, more than one way to skin a salmon. No, uh, too many shit, spoil the cook. Uh, yeah, no, um, cook, cook a salmon, uh, salmon on a cook. Salmon. Alistair Cook makes cookie. salmon. Wanky salmon. Because hey! hey! wanky salmon. Yeah. He's a great nickname for a salmon who wanks. <laughs> what? Very nice. Uh, anyway, enjoy... <laughs> enjoy 17A, which probably won't be called Wanky Salmon. Oh, enjoy it. I'm currently suffering my, I think, third midlife crisis. I've spent three days in Brighton, Marvin. Right. But when I'm in Brighton, I have a different sense of me. Do you become a wanker? No. Okay. No, not a wanker. No, no, not a wanker, not a prick. Shaft, twat. No, again, you, you've, you're getting a little bit obsessive with your northern rooted sweariness here. So okay, sorry. Just back off. What do you become in Brighton? I just become... <laughs> I, be, I just become a different me. Oh, for fuck's sake. Go on, carry on. There's a new sense of liberty about Brighton. Certain towns you'll go to, all cities, yeah, like Bradford. Let's pick Bradford out. Bradford, you go. There's a smell of wet dogs about the air in Bradford. So, but again, there's, a sm- there's a smell of you know, desperation. But you, but, but you know how things trigger. So conversations trigger things. Okay. When you say you went to Brighton, you felt yeah. a bit different. In my head, I've gone wanker. When you said Bradford, <laughs> I've yeah. got the wonderful Asian population. Yeah. And as I'm imagining the wonderful Asian population with their entrepreneurialism and their food, their wonderful food. Wonderful You've food. said wet dogs. Mm. But you see... And then suddenly you've clouded that and you've mm. made me think, oh, you've... But Bastard. here's my question to you, Marvin. Yeah. Have you worked at Manningham Lane Social Club? In Bradford? Yes. No, I haven't, mate. Is this about to change my opinion? Absolutely. Bastards. Yeah. There was a guy there, I remember, who had a little black book who used to write and rate all the acts. And, I and was... what all the acts? Rate. Oh, them. rate them. Okay. Yeah, out of 10. I had like an 8 out of 10 once, which I was quite happy with. But I got into a conversation with him and he said, come and join us. So reluctantly I did, and then I ended up playing bingo, and I ended up winning the bingo. And Fuck, ha- you know. Having gone, uh, having gone fairly 
indifferently but all right in the first spot when I went on the second spot there was the change in atmosphere because I'd won the bingo the visiting act who wasn't a member who didn't pay his subs won the bingo right in a depressing aggressive environment so that's what Bradford means to you was Brighton that's what Bradford means to me wonderful wonderful so even though you've got a fearful memory mm. it brought out a lovely song it is a nice song isn't it's it a nice song I might really visit that if Bradford sounds Christmassy if Bradford want to up their tourism game mm. that's what Bradford means to me yeah oh I like it well you've changed the sort of tone of the last line there that's because I'm not very good at remembering what the initial okay. song was <laughs> right. but that that could have closed it <clears throat> so what was yours version uh, that's what Bradford means to me. So I've ended it on the up intonation, and you've got. That's what Bradford <laughs> means to me. Yeah, that's what you've done. So all we need now is two lines in between that. And um, and what what, are the, so, what on on the advert for Bradford? then because yeah. now we're doing an advert for Bradford. <laughs> yeah. What are they showing? Right. Are they showing down the burnt down the club? Yeah, there's the club that's on fire. Okay. There's the bloke marking the acts out of <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a completely pointless, fruitless way. But it's a really glossy, yeah. filtered yeah. version. It's oh, lovely yeah. to look at, <laughs> yeah. but he's, a, he's just a bloke rating stuff. That's right. <laughs> he's a rater. He's a rater. So he's got a rater, we've got a club burning down. Yeah. Maybe a nice shot of the town hall. Bradford um, used to be famous for the Seabrook Crisps. Did I don't it? Know if you still make Seabrook crisps. All right. Well, we'll have someone <clears throat> in the crisps. Here's one for you. So mm. the Seabrook crisps used to say on it "Made in Yorkshire" on the bag. Yeah. But then the people that took over Seabrooks, oh yeah, wanted to put Seabrooks around the world, and they were like, "People don't know where Yorkshire is," so they removed "Made in Yorkshire" Hang from on. the crisps. Who bags. said people don't know? Where Yorkshire is? Are you fucking joking? Well, you would say that as a Yorkshire man. Yorkshire. I'm just saying to you that Seabrooks took the decision to get rid of Made in Yorkshire from the Made in Yorkshire bag of crisps. Well, they're, they're wankers then. Utter wankers, but they're also in Bradford and you ate Bradford. Ah, uh, I'm conflicted <clears> here. <throat> but I'm disappointed with that, that, that managerial decision that Seabrook have made because everyone knows where Yorkshire is. You can talk to someone in Sri Lanka, in Colombo, they'll know where Yorkshire is. Yeah. They will. <laughs> what if you talked in Sri Lanka to Colombo? <laughs> Is that uh, where he is these days? Yeah, wait, <laughs> what, Peter Fork? Yeah, he, he's basically sussing out all the crimes of the Tamil rebels. <laughs> Bit of him fighting in Sri Lanka. I better get down there. I don't know if that's his voice. Is yeah. that his voice? It is not far off. No. One more thing. <laughs> so there it is. Yeah. Um, Oh, no, no, did we, we work out why, why you... No, we, of course we didn't, mate. Of course we didn't. We were talking, we were trying to make a tourist video, for, uh, a song for Bradford. <laughs> right, okay. But I start by saying I've, I've, uh, I felt differently when I'm walking down the streets of Brighton. And that's because I think I look around and it's it's more halcyon, it's more edgy, it's more, it's, it's more individual. Yeah. And I looked at me... Uh, in my clothing and thought I've gone really safe here very staid I've combed my hair to the side like a obedient 43 year old prick but really what I should do is find what motivates me and all these other people walking around the streets with their cool edgy hair and multiple piercings and indeterminable tattoos things like it gives me that sense of liberty so I've come home and I've gone to TK Maxx, which is where everyone in Brighton shops. Yeah, the absolute hub of fashion. Yeah. The New York branch of TK Maxx <laughs> is massive. 
Milan. In Milan, they fucking love a bit of TK Maxiomo. Yeah. Maxiomo. Maxiomo. Yeah, okay. Not sure. So you've, you've gone to TK Maxx and you've... Yeah, you've I've got... had a rebrand. I've just thought, do you do this? Sometimes you look in your wardrobe and you go, I don't wear this shit. I don't, I don't want any of this shit. And yeah. I have this kind of like, and I just go and get really hissy about it. Yeah. Throw it all in a big pile and go, right, I'm going to spend two, uh, the best part of 200 quid. Yeah. In about a fucking hour. Yeah. In TK Maxx. And the socialist guy who hates food banks and, you know, he becomes the capitalist, doesn't he? He falls for the capitalist trick. That's right, mate. Branding. Yeah. Branding. That's why Bradford's tourist trade will soar <coughs> after we release this song. Yeah. That's I, th- I what think Bradford means to me. It's got a huge TK Maxx. We've got a guy who rates the acts. We've got people eating Seabrook snacks. There's a burnt down labor club. Blackout. Yeah. Well, no, no. When I say blackout. Oh, oh, oh. We've just realised that mm. totally inadvertently that we've just mentioned Bradford and and done a load of fire references. So yeah, I think we need to make an apology. We there. do, yeah. So because there was there was the Bradford fire, wasn't yeah, there? And there's no jokes to be made. There. No jokes to be made there. No, no, it was a horrible incident. So uh, once again, apologies if any offence has been <coughs> caused there. We're not making light of Bradford-based. We're not fires, making light right. of that. We're just being knobheads. But there was, listen, Manningham Lane did burn down. I know so it did, We don't have to yeah. apologise for that. No, 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 the people who burnt it down need to apologise for that. Yeah, they do. And we'll find you, whoever you are, you pricks. Well, we, we won't, because we we're not detectives well, or anything like that. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try and find them. All right, well, I'm, but I'm not. When all you said right, well, we're going to find them, you, right. can, you can go, I'm not. All right, well, we haven't I've just moved out, right, so I've got I'm... fucking kids okay. and that. Yeah, I've not got right. time to fucking spare to go look for well, something. All right, well, you back off then. Right, I'll well, be a one-man campaign. But don't out. start fucking going round saying we'll do this, we'll do that. <laughs> well, I haven't even asked you. Checking with me <laughs> yeah. if I fancy going finding the people who've destroyed a labour club. I'm not. That's not what I'm all about. <laughs> but in fairness, I'm emotionally invested in that as well. Yeah, I can so tell. I was there but three don't, weeks before. don't. It, I just want. I thought you'd do it. Yeah, well, I will do most things for you for emotional life, but I'm not going to fucking start going all the way across the Pennines right. to look for people who, who destroyed a Labour club. What if there was a fire in Preston? Would you expect me to get involved? Um, if it involved, let's say if I had a hamster mm. and it was something which destroyed my hamster, and so, <laughs> yeah. someone, so basically someone's burnt my hamster to death, right. then I'd want you to get involved. Right. Because if, if there's pricks going around Preston yeah. setting fire to people's hamsters, yeah. they need stopping. They do need and stopping. And if you didn't get involved, then I'd think, what, what's your problem with, with hamsters, first of all? Yeah. And why aren't you helping me find the, someone who caught my hamster? Yeah. You don't even need to be into hamsters as a rule, really. No, no, no the hamster. But it's my hamster. The hamster's the unfortunate victim of it. Yeah. So yeah, that, I'd, I'd help you. My so, imaginary right. hypothetical hamster yeah. is murdered and it doesn't matter how they're murdered it could be uh, fracturing all its limbs and, and someone scaring it so much that it makes the, the hamster have a stroke and what we're just creeping up behind it creeping up behind it with with, um, with, a, with a screen mask on with a seagull mask on yeah yeah creepy seagull creepy seagull mask mm. um, but naked yeah separate to the mask so there's a male penis the male penis <laughs> the male yeah so, so the, whoever's doing this yeah the <laughs> Oh, we will find you as soon as my Manningham Lane 
club fire investigation. Yeah, as soon as you've done that on your own, because I'm not helping you with that. I'm onto this one. But you coming out me, yeah. find this creepy fucker who's yeah. going around naked yeah. Yeah. with a seagull mask on, yeah. killing hamsters in Preston. You <laughs> fucking creep. You sick prick. We're on to you. Once Tam and Marv get onto something, yeah. they, they seldom let go. No, we will find who you are. Like a really tenuous storyline about hamsters and clubs. But 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 to footnote it from what we started, an apology to the people of Bradford. Oh yeah, yeah, Gemma, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry about that. No problem. I answered for them there, didn't I? I went no problem. I spoke for the people of Bradford. Well, you are a part of the tourist board. Yes. So you've spoken, you've offended the people of Bradford. Yeah. But we have. I'll take joint responsibility yeah, for that. Yeah, can you? Oh, thank you. We have. You've you've, you've created the tourist information but it, it, ideas. I have. And then you've spoken for the people of Bradford. And at the start, the irony being that you said mm. you don't like Bradford. No, I, well, there you and go. And it turns out you are Bradford. I am. <laughs> That's what Bradford means to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eurovision Song Contest comes from Bradford one day because of this. Well, absolutely. I think that's the, that's the logical ending. Yeah. And and I think what we've seen here is you becoming a place. So when you're in Brighton, yeah. you become Brighton. When you go to Bradford... Well, what am I in Bradford? You're Bradford. I just become Bradford. You become Bradford. You, be, you, you become everything about Bradford. You're a Yorkshireman, yeah. which you are already, so that's an easy jump for you to make. Yeah, yeah. You're a town, you're a tourist board. I am the... I'm the so you've got transsexuals, transracials, you are a trans... Transpennine. You're a transpennine express because you got there quicker Yeah. than I got there. Correct. To my Bradford. Because I don't want to go to Bradford. No, you <laughs> to, haven't. To solve the fight. You're not Bradford. I'm not Bradford. But even when I go places, I don't think I become them like you do. No. Because if you me. were to spend a bit of time in the um, in Aber- Aberdeen, Aberdeen, Aberdeenshire, yeah. You, oh, well, it can be the whole Shire. I think. I think you become. You either become a whiskey distiller, uh-huh. or 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 just a sheep farmer, because that's the two choices up there. They're yeah. the only two jobs. In Islands. Aberdeen. Highlands. Yeah. Highlands. Difficult. It's whiskey distilling. Cut off. Cut off, very they cut off. We could say what we want about Aberdeen because they won't. They haven't got electricity. I don't Fuck think. Fuck them, and they're Scottish. Yeah. Because, well, hang on, we don't. Oh really, no, no, I didn't no. mean that. Most of Scotland, you, you know, the, the the parts of Scotland that have been westernised, that have got digital media, that have um, got carpets, curtains, you know, yeah, that um, have embraced civilization. Money, if they've got. Yeah, like, and I don't mean money because they're rich, but just any kind of pence. Yeah. Because some parts of Scotland do still deal in turf. Yeah. Yeah, they pay for things with grass and hay. Yeah, and when and when the cattle die, they cut off the horns mm. and they chop up the... You know, like a salami is chopped very finely and you yeah. can make lots of sausage. It looks like sausage coins. Yeah. That's what people do at the top of Scotland. They, what, what were the horns of the, of the bison? They get... Yeah, the local bison. <laughs> yeah. They get the local dead bison. Yeah. Cut off the horn, and it's always the youngest child of the family has to cut off the horn by chewing it off, even if they've not got teeth. So this right. can take ages. It can take a long this time. It can take fucking ages. You horrible. might have a child who misses their whole school years because yeah. they've spent years trying to chew off. Trying that to horn. chew off, and obviously now the, the bison has decomposed. It's still <laughs> gnashing away. It's missed most of its schooling. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and the face is fucked. <laughs> but, but, but you've got to admire the tenacity. And at the end of it, they're going to get a lot of bison dollars out of it. Yeah. 
<laughs> but some knackered teeth. Some knackered teeth. We can't have it all. <laughs> you can't have it all. If you're going to set off to chew off the horn of a bison. And again. As is the custom in the Highlands of Scotland. Yeah. Then we, we can't talk, expect to have the And teeth. we talk about compromise. This mm. is the problem with Parliament at the moment. Mm-hmm. No one's prepared to compromise. No. You can't have everything. You can't have your school years yeah. and your bison dollars. Yeah. You've got to compromise one for the yeah. other. You're right. Do we compromise single market? You I'm can't a- have the single market and leave the EU. No. No, it's the same. Pick your lane. Pick, Pick your lane. Pick your lane, chew your bison horn, or have your teeth. And there's a terrible story once about twins. Because, seriously, they were both six years old. Right. And um, they were both doing well at school. Mm-hmm. Both doing really well at school uh-huh. for a Scottish school, because it's very primitive. It's like in a... Yeah. Tent. Well, it, it's, it's in a teepee. It's, it's, well, this one was in a cave, actually. Oh, okay. The youngest twin, born seven minutes later, had to chew at the bison horn. Hang on, the youngest twin that was born seven minutes later? So, so you know, twins come out at the same time. Yeah. So one was born, mm. and then seven minutes later, the second one came out, because they don't come out at the same yeah. time, because the fan, the vagina isn't oh, that big. Of course, sorry, yeah. I was getting my t- my time things mixed up in my head then. Oh, were you getting mixed up Because what you said, you said the second twin was born seven minutes later so he's the youngest but of course he's the youngest because he came out second because you said late my I thought ah right oh, he's going to be the oldest ah right but of course no. that's me getting things completely because wrong because when they do the 20 week scan because even though it's funny in Scotland they don't have many things they do have a very sophisticated scanning system still made uh, entirely of bison <laughs> meat and they're able to label which is the youngest and the oldest twin even right. when it's within the gut I don't, if, I don't know if a baby gestates in a gut. But hey, but the important bit is, and here's the real thrust to the story. Go on, with the twins, yeah. So both twins are doing really well at school, but then their favourite bison dies. Oh. And so one of them has to be, the youngest one has to be responsible for chewing off the bison horn. Right, as a see. So then he misses out on his school years. Fucking hell. And the, se- seven, the power of seven minutes. The power of seven minutes. So one of them, the youngest twin, totally misses out on his schooling. Yeah. The older twin, yeah. also known as Gordon Brown, goes on to become Prime Minister of the UK. My God. So yeah. Gordon Brown's seven-minute older twin... Seven-minute younger twin. Yeah, I've done it again. That's confusing. <laughs> it's the only part of the story yeah. that's confusing, though. The younger twin... What's happened to, to young... Kevin Brown. I've got no idea. He's got no teeth. Sure. Got no teeth. Or, with, or they're ground down like um Appar- yeah. Like pebbles. Yeah. Well <laughs> apparently he finished he finished chewing at fifteen. But I mean it's a horrendous story, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean and, and, and Gordon was already high flying at school by yeah. then. And young Kevin, um, he didn't bother going back to school in any yeah. way. Um got involved because there's three things to do at that age. You either become um whiskey distiller. Um, sheep farmer, sheep farmer or, yeah. or cow farmer. Were you going to say Hitler farmer. then as number two? No, Hitler isn't a choice. Okay, um, that's a great campaign. Yeah, so Hitler isn't a choice. It's not a choice. No. Uh, whiskey distiller. Sorry, sheep farmer. Sheep farmer or bison farmer or drug addict because they're the three choices. Oh, yeah, okay. because he already looked fucked. Yeah, so he might as well go number. He might three. as well go full hit yeah. and have a bit oh, of fun with shame, it. Shame, innit? And he died at um, died at twenty. Do you know, I mean, it's an awful story. It's a bad story. But credit to Gordon Brown, because he's never brought this up, has he? He's never, this was something that's going to stay with him throughout his life. Yeah. But he he didn't let it affect his performance of 
as Prime Minister. No, no, no. no and he had, his, he had his faults. Mark of the man. But it was a sliding doors moment. Mm. And in fact, his dad used to call his mum's vagina the sliding doors. Yeah. Which is... Um... Not because they had any automated system in there. It's not an automated system. No. Well, very... How can I put it? Because they would have a lot of outdoor sets because they're um, Scottish. She was just very flappy in a way. And they, they went, they moved a lot. Yeah. Moved a lot. And st- stronger wind up there as well. Very strong. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's what Bradford means to me. So, my observations of the return of the football season. First of all, thank God it's here. Two wonderful things happened in September. Well, late August. The kids are nearly back at school. Football returns to our screens. Yeah. Huge moments. Massive moments in any <clears throat> any 43-year-old man's life. I don't want to dwell on VAR because that has dominated everything and I know we've got slightly opposing views. Yeah. But I find it criminally sad that now we are a nation that celebrates the nth degree of angles rather than the artistry of the beautiful game. This is true, mate. This is true. And, and I, I, I am a supporter of VAR in, in its... In its principle, in its yeah. premise, yes. But the actual impl- implementation, the yeah, practicalities the of it, yeah. it's changing the way we now receive football as punters. And of course, the cynics will say it's all about a, it's a megalomaniac's playground now. Is football? But essentially, at the root of it, it's an entertainment industry. Yeah. Right? I don't want to see some fucking boffin locked up in a Wendy house in. Salisbury, and it's the choice of the Wendy House, which is interesting, which we'll maybe go on to. <laughs> yeah, as as a housing unit for the VAR officials. <laughs> That's why they have to keep them yeah. because they're under threat. And and it's, it's a safe house, isn't it? It's a but no one's going to suspect a Wendy House. So when, when someone put the Wendy House, at great Sol- sentence. The end, the end of Salisbury High Street. Yeah, they thought that's a nice feature that the council's gone to. Yeah, nice feature. Yeah, funny that there's a bloke in there with some computerized Not equipment. Not just one bloke, mate. Four, five blokes. There's five, five on the bar. cramped into the Wendy House yeah. with the computerized. Yeah. at the bottom of Salisbury High Street. Yeah, interesting. They've gone for Salisbury as well. The the headquarters well, of Kovachok and Novachok. Of course. So no one's going to suspect that any. And the fact that it's called VAR, sponsored by Vladivar Vodka, of course. It's a Russian influence. Well, I mean, that hasn't taken you very long to bust it open. Which is why I wanted you on board with the Brad, with, with, with the with the Manningham Fire thing. Yeah. Which we'll okay. stop talking about now. Stop talking about it, mate. Okay. But no, but the whole thing is, you know, you don't want these pricks in the Wendy House going, Well, I think you'll find subsection four three seven of the VAR Enforcement Act that was brought in is a millimetre offside. The hypotenuse, the angle, and his left Sterling's left finger or his fucking toenail was means he offside. So all these Mancunians, very accurate. Thank you. All these Mancunians now who've celebrated the last-minute goal against Tottenham twice as well last season in the Champions League. Yeah, perhaps you might have been uh, I don't know a Blackpool-based man who'd had an in-play bet. On City winning three two. Oh my God! I haven't thought you might about have this. Been that well, I... person. Oh, oh, is this a personal? Well, let's just say that I was bouncing around the bedroom. Why were you just watching the match? When well, <laughs> I like to do things my own way, uh, and um, and celebrating a small but significant. Uh, monetary victory Neville was on board with it yeah Neville said oh City have done it again yada 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 I turned round and then suddenly 
Michael Oliver, that little prick, has got... It's not his fault, but he's got his whistle oh. in his mouth and they've given a handball. Now, I got slight... I, I, I lost money, okay? Yeah. Or oh, this Blackpool-based man lost money. He remained nameless. But... Tam. It is me, yeah. The, the thing about it is... I'm not totally going to vilify VAR for it because it's this ridiculous handball rule now that any 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 ball that hits the hand at yeah. any point is handball penalty or, given the other way, is free kick or disallowed goal. VAR is, I suppose, just the mechanics of implementing that stupid, unfounded law. Yeah. And now we've got, like, you see Scott McTominay in the, uh, I think it might have been the Wolves game, Blocking the shot by doing that thing where he puts his arms behind his back. Yeah, like a flappy sort of philidomide runner. And what does he look like when? What the footballers look like when they put their arms to the sides or behind them like that and do the crouching down uh, Russian dancers? Oh God! Yeah, of course they do. Russia. You know the thing where they go down. Yeah, and they do, it what's it called? That Cossack, dance, isn't it? Cossack dancers. They're doing a Cossack. So da 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 da. So yeah. they, it's called it's called VAR because it's sponsored by Vladivar Vodka. They've not told us that. Yeah. They've got all the defenders doing Cossack dancing. Yeah. It's the Russians again. They're pricks, aren't they? These Russians. They're everywhere. They're infiltrating modern life. And they've even got. I noticed earlier on. You said how we receive football. Yeah. And that is obvious. It's a very good way of putting it. But they've even made us start saying things like that. When would we have said that in the past? Oh, I like receiving football. <laughs> yeah. You, you just say I like watching football. I like going to the match. But now they've said we because that's. They've even started to make us start to use ridiculous parlance and understand exactly what you mean and it's the right mm-hmm. way to say it. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking more of it at the game. Obviously, you as a betting man had a stinker there. Mm. But being at the fucking game, your team wins in injury time. You go absolutely ballistic. Ballistic. But that's why you pay your season ticket for that those moment of moments. joy. Those for those moments. moments. Yeah. You don't then pay your fucking season ticket mm. to go live mm. to the knobheads Salisbury, at Salisbury High Street yeah. Cramped in that? How can they make proper decisions cramped in a Wendy? Well, house, that's anyway? another point, mate. That's and it's a fucking point. health and safety issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> one, one of them was smoking. One of them was smoking the other one while he was having a cigarette. Mm. There's four blokes in there. They're filating each other. Yeah. It's a health and safety issue. They're not even watching the game. They're not even watching the game. They're having sex. In- you heard it here first. Yeah. The guys at the VAR are having sex. Wendy House sex in Salisbury. Wendy House sex exactly what it is pathetic if Jimmy Hill was alive is Jimmy Hill dead <laughs> I think he is but if and I was going to say if Jimmy Hill was alive he'd turn in his grave but he's not alive he's dead and he'll be turning in his grave I think he is alive is he alive I don't know I remember getting hang on he's lying him dead no <laughs> stop killing him off these Hill, are legends mate Hill's dead I'm telling is you is Hill dead I think Hill's dead oh no I think Jimmy Hill is dead I think he sadly had Alzheimer's no, no, ho- hovercraft, dra- ho- hovercraft accident. Mate, Jimmy Hill did not die in a hovercraft accident. Well, it must be another Jimmy, it must be another Jimmy Hill. <laughs> yeah, well, if there is a Jimmy Hill that's died in a hovercraft accident, that guy is just someone who ran a shop in, in Bournemouth. Oh, yeah. No, he wasn't. Sorry, it was different, a different Jimmy Hill. Different Jimmy Hill. Uh, but you really like that Jimmy Hill who died in the, in the hovercraft accident. Yeah, but it's still sad for his family as well. Yeah. I mean, I know he wasn't OBE, but... But but that's the but this we've, we've uncovered so many problems with VAR. Yeah, we have. Uh, can I cover some more uh, observations of the first start of the football season? Um, Pochettino's hair, I'm shit. Not, is it shit? Really shit hair. He's got. He's never going to be top four with hair like that. No. And that's Spurs' ambition. 
Yeah, and now because you've been to Brighton, you're more aware of these things. Well, my eyes have been opened. Basically, your eyes have Brighton. been opened, yeah. and you, your eyes have fallen on Pochettino's Barnet Fair, yeah. and you've thought you're not having it. He's well, he's not top four. He's got not not top four hair. Questionable styling. I like a tracksuit manager, but it, it's too tight round the arse. His tracksuit. Well, the, I've the, always thought the modern, it. Well, you, your tracksuit bottoms now are quite close to your skin, aren't they? They are. They, they are. I mean, actually. all clothing is close to the skin because yeah. that's what it is. It's it's clothing. Yeah, but skin, it's supposed to drape the skin. It, yeah, <laughs> but it, it it covers the skin. It warms the skin. I'm not going to get bogged down with skin right now. Oh, let's stick with Pochettino's hair and his tracksuit. Well, I, I just think he needs to go to Brighton because his styling needs to improve. He well, looks. Do you remember? Kess, you keep talking. I'm going to check the fixtures. When are when are they at Brighton? Ah, oh, that's a brilliant idea, yeah. isn't it? Because that's when that's when you'll notice. From the match of the day highlights, the Pochettino's up his game. 5th of October, mate, it's in the next few weeks. Well, that's brilliant. And it's, and it's a midday kickoff. In they've, which case, they've still got chance of top four. Yeah, and they've finished by three o'clock. He can go into, oh. he can go into town at Brighton. He might as well go down, yeah. Yeah. When no, you no. say go down, you, yeah, mean, no, you mean, mean go shopping? Go shopping, yeah. Go, but go around the lane. There's a place in Brighton, if you know Brighton, you might not, called the Lanes. Yeah. That's where you get all your nicky-nacky noodles, right? That's where you get all your good shit. Pochettino, get yourself down the lanes. Be top four. I was going to say, he looks like Brian Glover out of Kess. Right, yeah. You know, Casper. Casper, get it next, Casper. Well, that's not good enough for modern day football. No. And and is there a link between her style of manager and final league position? Of course there is. All right, okay. So, um, so was Ferguson's... Hair a winner then back in well, the day. Oh yeah, because he's he's gone classic Lego sweep. Yeah, that's all. That's a winning haircut. Yeah, and also because it, it, did Keegan win the league? Um, no, he didn't. There you go. Prosecution rests. Right. Okay. I did, yeah, yeah. God, I didn't even realise that. Well, mate, you've just got to think about it, really. Do you know uh, also that something amused me on match of the day? Newcastle have uh, got a new forward, a Brazilian. Do you know what his name is? Well. If you're Tony Gubber, you describe him like he's a factory worker in St. Helens. <laughs> Go on, what is it again? You got Joe Linton. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gubber was, was priceless on match of the day on week two. Oh. Yeah. Almiron, Almiron, and outside him, and that's a good touch from Dummett, and Almiron now to the new Brazilian striker, and here he is, Joe Linton. Joe Linton! <laughs> Joe Linton! <laughs> and you looked at him, you thought, this guy's grown up under Copacabana, and now he's, he's the name of someone oh. who shapes Cornettos. <laughs> While we're on football, though, I'm going to ask you a question, Marvin. I want you to answer it very honestly. Football question coming up! <laughs> who are the two most charismatic managers in the Premier League currently right two most charismatic in the league currently I'm going to go Klopp all day long correct Klopp and I mean the second one's more contentious it's not Ole Gunnar it's, of course it's not it's not the Arsenal lad even though the Arsenal no, lad's no. funny when he speaks it's funny when he speaks that doesn't that doesn't qualify as and, and his hair mate he's top four with his hair the slick back 
Oh sort yeah, mafioso approach. Yeah, he looks like he's uh, even though he's Spanish, but I'm going with it. Yeah, anyway. but I know what you mean. He's, yeah. he's, he's, you could see him in a in a drugs deal. Yeah, uh, in a, in a basement in Latin European. Paraguay. Maybe that's why he's come to take the London job. He's, yeah, he's, ta- he's he's basically he's the front man for the drugs operation that's going to follow him. It's not the Arsenal lad. No, it's not. It's um, it's definitely not Steve Bruce. Of course, it's not Bruce. It can't be Hodgson. When's he going to get a nose job? Bruce. Is he broken his nose again? It looks like he's getting more and more broken. It, basically, the nose wants to turn the corner before Bruce. Yeah. But back to the hair. It's not Hodgson. Uh, sorry, the... the, the, the back- well, it's funny you should say hair. That's a clue. And I'm not talking about hair, hair. I'm talking about hair. It's Daniel Farquhar of Norwich. The Norwich lad. Hair Farquhar. Uh, Roger Federer's uglier older brother. You can just imagine him just being ejected from a brothel, can't you, Farquhar? Definitely. But still looking immaculate. Oh, suited up. Yeah, yeah. But he's had some dirty times. Go on. Uh, my point is, my, my main point before you... Because uh, I, I, I feel you're itching to say something no, about no, no, it's just Farquhar's I, I imagine, late night I imagine, activities. No, but I imagine him getting home and sli- he, he doesn't have pyjamas. He sleeps in the suit. Ah, he, yeah. He just spends all his time... He just He's always smart, basically. Yeah, he is a smart lad. Yeah. But acneed up. Is he? He's acneed up, mate. Oh. And, and that's because he's got such a deviant sexual drive in him. Is it the STDs that, that are bringing out the They've spots? manifested in his cheeks and suddenly he's got a very pitted complexion. And hopefully he'll learn from this. Because yeah. if he's still visiting these late night establishments, still having his way with these filthy horse of Norwich, then yeah. eventually it will catch up with him. Yeah. Norwich it is famous for its prostitutes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the Filthy Whores of Norwich was a the, great, great book. Yeah, by Delia Smith. Because she used to cook for them. Because it's very, very difficult she for did. them. She when the foreign to... coaches come over, like fucker. Yeah. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Is it fucker? <laughs> I'm turning into a fucking. You've turned into a movie for turned the late into a Stan Boardman joke. Meet the fucker. Meet the Farkas. They should be Meet the Farkas. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. No, but what the fuck. So, we've, we've got it down to two Klopp, Farkar. Both. The most charismatic. But what, what about the... the Southampton guy? He's charismatic. Oh well, he is. Yeah, and he's only so. What have the what have these people got in common? Foreigners, <laughs> send the buggers back. Foreigners, send the buggers back. Bloody foreigners! But the... Farquhar and Klopp, German. What a fantastic rebranding of the German race! I take yeah. you back in history. Oh dear, where is this going? Well, obviously, it's going to 1945. End of the war. Now, the Nazi party, not known for their charisma. No. They're known for falling into line with her, with her Hitler. They wear uniforms. They're not allowed to express themselves individually. So at some point, there's been a national assembly in Germany where they've said, right, this shit isn't working. Because we've made mistakes with p- p- primarily with the Jews. We've yeah. made a lot of mistakes there. Yeah. We've lost two world wars. We've lost two. We're world wars. skint as a nation. Yep. Have you seen Berlin? It's fucking bombed to bits. But the walls come down. Yeah. That's a nice bit of reunification. And maybe, David Hasselhoff singing. Well, Hasselhoff. You speak to Hasselhoff. He will tell you he was res- chiefly responsible for the end of the Cold War. Yeah. But that's another. That's another tangent we can revisit at yeah. some point. But what an incredible rebranding of German. Also, Germans aren't funny or charismatic. That was the kind of stereotypical uh, line that was drip-fed to us for years. A very staid, straight race. Correct. Suddenly, 
the Premier League is not lit up by Bruce's nose and Hodgson's dulcet tones. It's far car or for car or fucker, the whole fucker of Norfolk. Yep, Norfolker and <laughs> clippity clop, clippity clop, no fucker. I'm no fucker, you fucker. Delia Smith, I'm gonna fuck her. <laughs> I think the, it's fascinating. The two lads who are lighting up the place. Yeah. They, they, they no, got... don't, don't. I'm still looking for them. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I have got, I have made some. Already, I've made some leads. Yeah. In in, in the um, West Yorkshire, in the West Yorkshire thing, yeah. But yeah, the Germans, they, they've come on strong, haven't they? <laughs> and in the past, when the Germans came on strong, it meant the annexation a of a country. Thing. It was a bad thing. They've invaded Poland. This wraps up another episode of yeah. Dystopian Hot Dog, which we, is we finished we, it. Yeah, yeah we, we done s- now. Yeah, we set out on this journey to do some episodes. We didn't get this far, but we've done another one. Yeah, we, we just keep making episodes. Yeah, thanks very much for listening. And it's come to our attention, as we mentioned perhaps earlier on, that our listenership is ever expanding. And for that, we feel thankful, don't we, Marvin? We it's feel like, appreciative. Yeah. It's like lead on a hot day; it will expand. Yes, naturally. Yeah, that's right. Or like putting a seed in the earth and watching it grow and blossom into a beautiful, nutritious thing. As long as it has the right conditions. That's right. And what we need is the right conditions, which is you fuckers who are listening telling your mates. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Can you? I was trying to be poetic when I right, said okay. it. I mean, you've got a bit but, but pseudo aggressive. Our, our listeners—they're not into poetry, mate. Oh. If they wanted poetry, well, they'd I've go got, somewhere I've else. Well, I've prepared a poem. Okay. As I awoke one morning when all sweet things are born, Marvin perched upon my apron. Knocking one out to palm. <laughs> no, no. Sorry. Thanks for listening. Tell yeah. your friends about it. Send yeah. them Spotify links. Yeah, yeah. Do all of that. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. See you right now. Bye.